Welcome to Gemara Markings. Today's shiur is Yevomah's Daf Mem Gimel. Don't forget to click on the Daf option in order to view a marked Daf Gemara for today's shiur. If you are not fully familiar with our Gemara Marking system and wish to benefit from its great rewards, it is essential that you study all of the introductory material accessed by clicking on the Learn the System option provided on the sidebar of our home page. If you are already partially familiar, you will benefit by clicking on the brief four-minute introduction that is available here. Being that our system is a visual approach to the Daf Gemara, it is recommended that you print out the marked Daf Gemara before the shiur. If you wish to be in touch with us, we can be reached at gmarkings at gmail.com. Today's shiur begins halfway down Mem Gimel Omed Aleph. If you prefer, you can count 25 lines from the top. You'll notice a slash mark, and following that, Sholach Rebbe Chiyobar Oven. Before we begin the actual Gemara, we glance at the side, the under the nose, say the topic heading. Eich Mechashvim. How do we calculate? The required three-month waiting period between husband number one and husband number two. A woman who leaves husband number one either through divorce or through uh, becoming a widow and she wants to marry a second husband. So we have spoken extensively about this in our recent shiurim about the need of waiting three months in order to establish is she or is she not pregnant from the first husband. Another issue of time calculation involves Chof Dalid Chodesh, the 24-month waiting period. A woman who is nursing a child, she must wait 24 months before she can marry a second husband. The fear being that if she becomes pregnant, during the nursing period, pregnant with a second child, the milk supply for the child currently nursing will dry up. So the Gemara. Sholach Rebbe Chiyobar Oven. Me'arsin toich shloisha. Erusin can take place within three months. In other words, after husband one dies, she can marry through the, uh, namely, become Arusa. In Halacha we speak about two stages involved in, uh, in marriage. The first stage is where the woman receives uh, money or another form of Erusin, which makes her an Aishas Ish, and they consummate the marriage sometime later through Nisuin. But before that, we're speaking right now about the Erusin stage, so that she can do within three months of her departure from the first husband. The chain oisin maisa means, and thusly, I saw it done, uh, practiced by the rabbis. The chain hoya rebelozer melamdenu mishum rabbi chanino hagodol, and thusly, rebelozer taught in the name of the great rabbi chanino. Ruboi shall rishoin, verubo shall shlishi, veemtsoi shalem. All that one has to wait is the majority of the first month. The majority of the last month and the entire middle month in, indicating three, the representation of three months even though it's not a full three months Amemar Shora Lioris Biyom Tishim Amemar allowed a woman who had uh, been divorced or widowed to enter Erusin on day 90 indicating three full months Omar Lei Ravashi Lamemar 
Ravashi asks, Amemar, Vahal Rabu Shmuel, the Amri Chavayu, is it not so that Rabbi and Shmuel both said, Srikhal Hamtin, Gimel Chadoshim, Chutz Miom Shemesbo, Vachutz Miom Shinisarsebo? The calculation of the three full months, according to Rabbi and Shmuel, is exclusive of the day of death of the first husband and exclusive of the day of betrothal at the end of the three months. So it would be, let us say, 92 days are required. So that's the question that Ravashi posed to Amemar. Amemar answers, Hahu, this idea of a full period exclusive of a beginning day and an end day, that is true and has ramifications regarding another area of halacha. That was stated with regard to the nursing woman. The Rav Shmuel, the Amitravayu, both Rav and Shmuel say, The nursing woman must wait 24 months besides the day of birth and besides the day of the Erusin. So the idea of Chutzmiyom with the exception of the day of the beginning and the day of the end, that has application to the issue of the 24-month waiting period involving the nursing woman, but not with regard to the three-month waiting period for Erisin, with for Erisin with the second husband. Question, the hall, and we should point out, by the way, that the diamond is featured under the Mivne heading on the side, Shnei Kushos, two questions, Al-Hal Demar Meimar Demarsin Biomatishim. So we have a second question now uh, regarding Amemar's comment that Erisin takes place on day 90. So the Gemara asks, There was a, an, an event where someone made a, a feast, a, a meal, in celebration of the Erisin on day 90. And Rava threw out the meal. He destroyed the meal. In other words, what are you doing? Making a meal on day ninety, it's too early. So the Gemara answers, "Ahi, that involves something else." Ahi, sudas nisuin havoi. That wasn't a sudas erusin. Erusin can be done on day ninety, says Amemar. The story that you cited involved someone making a feast concerning nisuin, and in that case, it would have been premature. V'hilchasah. And the Gemara rules, Srichol Mahamtin Chofdalit Chodesh Chutz Miyom Shinolad Bo, Chutz Miyom Shin Sarsabo. Regarding the Menekes, 24 full months must be observed in terms of a gap, a full 24 month gap between, between uh, marriages. Chutz Miyom Shinolad Bo, besides the day of the child's birth, Chutz Miyom Shin Sarsabo and besides the day of Erusin. So, if the woman has uh, has been nursing the child for 24 full months, besides the, the beginning day and end day just mentioned, then she can marry a second man. And regarding the three-month waiting period, the Gemara rules that the three months are a full three months besides the day of first husband's death and the besides the day of the betrothal with the second husband. The Gemara continues uh, with a quote from the Mishnah. Uh, before we uh, look into the Gemara text, 
Let's glance at the side where we see a nosei mivne, a topic heading and structural note featured. And we also indicate that this discussion goes ad sof omid base. It's a long discussion, and it takes us till the end of Mem Gimel Omid Beis. First, we have a bow tie shape feature. These bow ties represent shlavim, their stages, venisoyon, attempting levarer shitas rabiosi, by mission on Mem Aleph Omid Aleph. Attempting to clarify, explain Rabbiosi's opinion that was cited in the Mishnah back on Mem Aleph from Aleph the Omar, he said, Kol Hanoshim Yisarsu Chutzmino Almono that all women are entitled to uh, enter uh, Erusin immediately after the uh, previous husband, uh, with the exception of the widow because of mourning considerations. That's what he said. That's a quote. What is involved? What does that mean? That we have to see. In addition, we're going to be using a house shape as a ma'akav, an attempt to keep track. Uh, you'll, the first, when you see the house mark uh, with the point facing up, Tomea al Rabiosi Mikoach Kabachomer. The Gemara will be raising a question on Rabiosi's opinion through Kalvachomer logic. In other words, as a result of doing the, of, of, of uh, analyzing the matter through Kalvachomer, we're going to end up with a question on Rabiosi's approach. The inverted house represents responses, the chios, uchubas, they are rejections of whatever is claimed or, or answers, responses. So that in effect, the house mark facing up represents a challenge to Rabiosi, and the inverted house should represent a defense. And as we said, this discussion continues uh, in, in terms of the discussion trying to clarify what Rebiosi means until uh, the end of Omid Beis. And now the Gemara. The quote from the Mishnah Rebiosi, Omer kol hanoshim yisarsu chutz minu amona mitneho ibo. Omar Rav Chista. Rav Chista raises a question. He is tomeha, he is uh, befuddled regarding that which Rebiosi Asers the almona le erase all for for thirty days. In other words, other women can enter erusin after leaving their first husband immediately, but in the almona, the widow, she has to wait thirty days. So Rav Chista asks, and notice this is a long question. Omar Rav Chista, Kalvachomer. Through Kalvachomer, we will we should be able to conclude to the contrary. The week in which Tishabov falls out, Tishabov, the ninth of all, the day of, in which we mourn the destruction of the first and second base Hamikdash, the week in which Tishabov falls out, the halacha says one cannot uh, wash clothing, but one is allowed to lay ores, because Erusin is not considered a source of joy and it is a mitzvah as Rashi says so that is a description of the uh, what's called Shabbos Shechal Tishyav so that's a situation where it's Osir Lechabes Mutalores Mokom Shemuter Lechabes within 30 days of Avelus 
Kibbutz is also, Kibbutz, the washing of clothing is also only for seven, the initial seven days. But during, within the 30 days, one is allowed to wash clothing. So, Eino Din Shemutu Lares. All the more so, we will allow Erusin. So, in a situation where we see severity, there's an Isser Kibbutz, but yet we allow Erusin. In a situation where there's leniency regarding Kibbutz, certainly we can be lenient regarding Erusin. My he, what is the background? Tisnan. So here we see the background information for what Rav Chista is drawing on. It says Tisnan in the following Tanaic source: Shabbos Shechal Tishvav Shechal Tishvav Besoicha, the week in which Tishvav falls out. Also Lesaper Lechabes. It's forbidden to take haircuts and to wash clothing. Ubachamishi on on Thursday of that week. Mutter l'pnei kavod haShabbos as a sign of honor of Shabbos. In order to uh, uh, enter Shabbos uh, properly uh, bathed and looking nice, so we allow the haircut and the washing of clothing. V'tanya kodem hazman hazeh ha'om mematim be'iskehem. Now before uh, Tishabov. Now, right now, this word kodem, we're thinking it means, and this is subject to change later on, but kodem azmanazeh, we're thinking that it means before Tishabov, during that week in which Tishabov comes out, so uh, it, the source tells us, the people reduce the amount of business dealings they have, from also reduce uh, involvement with building and planting, Umar sin, but erusin can take place. Avolo kainsin ve'ain oisin sudas erusin. Lo kainsin means we don't consummate marriages. That's nisuin. Nor do we make feasts for the event of the erusin, the betrothal. So what do we see from this source? We see that you have a period of time where uh, washing of clothing is forbidden. But Erusin is mutter. With that in mind, so Rav Christo is able to develop his Kalvachomer, <coughs> resulting in allowing Erusin even within 30 days. So why does Rav Yossi in the Mishnah say that Erusin, in the case of an Almona, must hold off? You must hold off on her Erusin for a full 30 days. When you see through the Kalvachomer, that should not be the case. The Gemara answers, Ki tanyo hahi, kaidem de kaidem. The Regarding the source in which, the line just above where it says, Ma'arsin, it's not during the week of, uh, in which Tishba falls out, but it's before the week. It's kaidem kaidem. Before the before. Not just before Tishba, but we're talking about a time before the week in which Tishabov falls out. So it's during that time that we say that it's mutu lechabes, and therefore we don't have the we we don't have the kavachomer. In other words, because that is a week in which it's mutur lechabes. The just to remind ourselves, the kavachomer that Rav Chista developed was based on a time period that it's Oster Lechabes and yet Muter Leores. So from that he was able to develop the Kalvachomer, but if you're talking about Kaidem de Kaidem, so then you don't have a, an illustration of something that it's 
Asur Lechabes. Omar, Rava, the Kaidim, the Kaidim Ami, Kabachomer. But even so, says Rava, we still have a Kabachomer that should weaken Rabiosi's position. So now we're talking about not the week in which Tishabov falls out, but prior to that. Oma b'mokoim she'asur lisa v'litein muter le'ores. This is what we're saying now is Kodem is not like we thought meant the days before Tishabov, but rather the time prior to the week of Tishabov, where it's Usur to engage in business and yet it's Mutter to enter Erison. Mokoim Shemutter Lisavalitain where uh, within thirty days of Avelus a person is allowed to engage in business. Certainly, he should be allowed to enter Erisin. So, once again, you have a Kabachomer, the result of which, that within 30 days of the death of her husband, she should be allowed to enter Erisin. The Gemara responds, Lo Tema, the Rabbi Oimer, call Hanoshim Yisarsu. Rabbi Yossi wasn't talking about women enter, entering Erusin to begin with. And then having the widow being an exception. Elo Ema, rather, what did Rabbi Yossi say? Kol Hanoshim Yinosu. All women can enter Nisuin immediately. And then, with the exception of the w- woman who became an Avela because her husband died. The Gemara asks, and we continue at the top of Omid Beis. Could that really be that that's what Rabiosi says? That all women, after leaving their first husbands, can enter Nisu and can consummate marriages with their second husband? The less lay the Rabiosi Lahabchin, does Rabiosi not ha- concern himself with the issue of distinguishing? between first husband and second husband regarding the offspring if we allow a woman after having been with a first husband to enter and consummate a marriage with a second husband immediately no, she might be pregnant and we're not, according to this we're not waiting any time and you'll not, you will not know who the father is the Gemara answers Leslie one approach is to simply say, no, he doesn't concern himself with that. The Eboyas Amo, another approach is the Oilom Islay. The Amo, notice this is a third restatement of Rabiosi, a third presentation of Rabiosi. And that's why this is called number three. And say thusly, Rabiosi Omer, call Arusos Gruchos Inosu. All women that had been uh, arusas only, they left their first husband without ever having consummated the marriage with the first husband. So there's no chashash of pregnancy. Uh, Grushos, they were divorced. So they had been, they reached only a state of Arison and were divorced. Inasu, they are, they are allowed to enter Nisuan immediately. There's no fear of 
a woman having been impregnated from the first husband. So we can allow her to consummate the marriage with the second husband. However, an Arusa Almona, not an Arusa Grusha, but a woman that had been in Arusin, but and, and her husband died, she cannot enter Nisuin immediately because she has to wait 30 days as a result of Avelos mourning over the first husband. So that's what Rabbi is supposedly saying. The Gemara asks, if that's Shitas Rabbi Yossi, Hainu Rabbi Huda. Well, that's then the same thing as Rabbi Huda. And they appear in the same Mishnah. They obviously can't be saying the same thing. Rabbi Huda also allows an Arusa to enter Nisuin. There's a Rashi, uh, a few lines down from here. The Eboy Seima Islam, we're looking at the Rashi. The Afilu Hachi, Yinosu Kotani. Actually, let's go to the next Rashi instead. Let's continue further down. Rabbiuda also allows the Arusa, she left her first husband from a state of Arison to enter Nisun, to consummate a marriage with the second husband immediately. And we can't say that Rabbiosi is coming to tell us uh, a, a novel point that is concerning the mourning. The Nisun. Uh, the Nesuin Osir Kol Shloshim that a that uh, consummating marriage with a second person would be forbidden for a total of 30 days because of the mourning everyone agrees with that that Nesuin is a source of joy therefore when Rebuta says that women that were Arusas can marry immediately he had to have been referring to the Grusha the Lepo Ebel, Ko'omar, where there is no issue of mourning. So what is the difference between Reb Yossi and Reb Yuda? If you present Reb Yossi as saying, like we just did there, Reb Yossi says, Kol Arusos Grushos Yinosu. Think more answers. Ika Binayu, Nisua Le'ores. A point of difference between them would be a different, another case. A case where a woman had been Nisua to the first husband, she consummated her marriage with the first husband, and and now she's left the first husband. Can she enter Erusin with the second husband? Once again, let's to remind you that when you enter Erusin, you're not creating a chashash, an element of doubt concerning a pregnancy, because Erusin is the stage before the consummation of the marriage. Rebuta Sobar, Nisua. Muteras de Ores, a woman that had left her first husband from a state of Nisuin, she can enter Erusin immediately. And Rabiosi, Sovar Nisua Asura de Ores. Rabiosi would take the stricter opinion, holding that a Nisua cannot enter Erusin immediately because we make a Xera, a prohibition, we impose a prohibition of Erusin in anticipation of, of Nisuin, namely if we would allow Erusin. Rabbi Yossi is afraid will allow Nisuin. And then you get into the problem of Havchona, the distinguishing between uh, children, 
first from first father, from first husband, or from sec, or from second husband. The Gemara asks the Sover of Yosi Nesua Asura Liores. Could that be that Rav Yossi in fact holds thusly according to that restriction? You'll notice the triangles that appear here. They highlight questions. One is here and a few lines afterwards another triangle. So, the asks, All women are entitled to enter Erusim with, their, with the second husband. With the exception of a woman who, whose departure from the first husband was through his death, because she has to observe a period of mourning. How long is the mourning period? Thirty days. All nisuos, and um, that that point is uh, brought out by Rashi. All Nisuos <coughs> should not enter a state of Nisu with the second husband until three months lapse. With regard to a Nisua, someone who was Nisua with the first husband, so the three month waiting period is necessary for the purpose of distinguishing uh, or distinction between the fathers. Who is the father? But what do we see here? We see from this source, Rabbi Yossi seems to allow Erusim immediately. So, to present Rabbi Yossi as differing from Rabbi Yudah on the grounds of immediate Erusim, that doesn't seem to be true. The Gemara response. Hi, my Kushi. What is the difficulty in this source uh, that, that supposedly poses a question to the way we answered the, uh, the issue of what's the difference between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi before. If it's because it says in this source Rabbi Yossi Omer Kol Hanoshim Yisarsu that all women can enter Erusin including Venezuelas which shows that Rabbi Yossi doesn't restrict the Nisua from entering Erison with the second husband. Is that what is bothering you? Well, mi alimo mi mas Is this Brisa any stronger than the Mishnah? The Ukimna? We explain that expression of kol anoshim yisarsu arusos grushos yinasu. In the Mishnah we explain that it's a reference to not literally all women, but women who had been in a state of erusin and were divorced. Those kind of women can enter Nisuin immediately. And that's how we explained this phrase in the Mishnah. Hachanami, so too here, kol arusos grushos yinasu. So that when Rabbi Yossi says kol hanoshim yisarsu, it's really a more specific category. All women who were arusos and divorced, they can enter Nisuin immediately. So on, and with that in mind then, you can see that Rabbi Yossi will disagree with Rabbi Yudah on the issue of a Nisua and her ability to enter Erusin immediately. So that Rabbi Yossi's heter 
only covers arusas grushas, not nisuos. Elo misefa. However, if we're going to raise a problem for what we said earlier, that will come from the latter part of the source. Dikotani, it said, the chulon lo yinosu achyu lohen gimel chadoshen. And we explained all Nisuos, including Grushos, shall not enter Nisuan until three months go by. And now we infer from this, in Subi Hu Delo, Ho Isrusi Shapir Domi. All that the that Rabyosi prevents is their entering a state of Nisuan. But to enter a state of Erusin, that would be okay. So that from the source you see that a uh, a Nisua that is Grusha is allowed to enter Erusin immediately. So how can you say above in uh, trying to distinguish between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi that Rabbi Yossi would say that a Nisua cannot enter Erusin immediately? Here we see that an Nisua could enter Erusin immediately. <coughs> Omar Rava Tritz the Hachi. So restate things and state it thusly. Rav Yosi Oimer Kol Arusos Grushos Inosu All women that had been only Arusa with their first husband and were divorced they can enter Nisuin immediately. Chutz min almona, with the exception of an almona an, that was an arusa, because of the avilus, the mourning considerations, we don't allow her to enter nisuin immediately. The kamo ibul shela, and how long must she observe avilus? Shloishim yom, thirty days. Unesuos lo yisarsu ad shiehei lohen shloishachadoshim. Women that were nisua with the first husband cannot enter Erusin with the second husband until three months go by. And this, you see, we have an arrow here. This is just like we had Rabiosi above, where he said that a nisua is asurli orais. We mentioned at the time because of exero of Erusin otu nisuin. So as far as setting up Rabiosi. Under what circumstances does he allow immediate uh, entrance to second marriage? Under what circumstances is immediate entrance not allowed? So we have it restated here. And with this we can also see the distinction between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. The Gemara asks, and here we have a question that would draw our attention back to uh, the issue of of um, mourning. The Almona, and I do note, by the way, that this is a long question. Uh, we should also point out that there's a double star that you see to the left hand side of the Gemara, <coughs> and above there's also a double star. It's Highlighting the the information that we wrote in between the lines there and there it, it, we had noted avo arusos amonos lo inosu mitneo ibol 
a woman that had been in a state of Arusa, and the Orus died, and now it was an issue of entering marriage with a second husband, so she cannot do so immediately because of mourning. So, regarding that, we ask, and note that this is a long question, does a widow, a woman who becomes a widow because her husband died, but she had only been in Arusa with the first husband. Does do the laws of mourning apply to Hatani Rabbi The following Tanaic source. Now there's a lot of information in this source, but we want to focus on the issue of mourning. And you'll also see the term onain or onenes. The word onain or onenes is associated with rules of mourning without getting into any further detail. But let us now continue with the source itself. Ishto Arusa a man whose wife had uh, reached only a state of erusin with him, if, he, if she dies, he doesn't observe the rules of mourning, nor does he defile himself to her if he happens to be a Kohen. Likewise, if, if he dies, she was to him only an arusa. So, lo onenes, we dashed underline. That's the key thing here. There's no mourning. For lo metamalo, there's no mitzvah for her to become tome and, and involve herself with his burial. Mesa, if she dies, a no yorsha. She's an arusa. So that does not entitle the husband to inherit her. Mes who, if he dies, uh, leaving her the arusa widow, govak subasa. She will collect her ksuba, assuming that he wrote out for the ksuba, this is a financial uh, guarantee or security that married women, upon their becoming widows, uh, would receive. What's the point? To explain that Rav Yossi uh, holds that the Arusa would have to observe uh, Mourning is seemingly untenable. Elo Tanoihi. Notice this is number five. This is now a another presentation of the of Shitas Rabyosi. Before we learn the Gemara, let's glance at the Rashi first line under the Gemara text. Rather, we're going back to the original Mishnah text. All women can enter Erusin, and as we explained at the beginning of this topic, that when we say all women can enter Erusin, we're really referring to the women that had been Nisuos. The evil Ika Binayo. And the issue of mourning will be the point of difference between Rabyosi and the other opinions. The Ashminim, the Erusin Bime Evel Osir. And he is telling us that entering Erusin during the mourning period is forbidden. Udakashilach, and you'll ask, what do you mean entering Erusin during this time period is forbidden? Did we not learn the source before of Kodem Hazman? 
Dikotoni u Ma'arsin. The end of Omen Aleph, we saw that uh, Ma'arsin is allowed during the, we'll call the morning period of the Beis HaMegosh. Tanoihi, this issue is a machlokis osar. There is an opinion that nevertheless does restrict. And the source at the bottom of Amad Aleph that said Marsin is allowed, it's not according to all opinions. And Rabiosi doesn't hold by that. Rabiosi is restrictive. And as far as the issue is concerned, of Ma'arsin, we said that this is a Machlokes Tanoim, and this source that we're about to read now will tie into the source that we saw at the bottom of Omen Aleph. The source at the bottom of Omen Aleph was lenient with regard to Erusin. Here we'll see to the contrary. Desanyo, Meirosh Chodesh Ve'ad Hatainis, from the beginning of the month of Av until Tishavav. The public reduces their preoccupation with business matters, with the purchases and sales, restrictions regarding building and planting. Notice we dash under on the keyword, and also an arrow that indicates to look back to Omen Aleph, where you saw to the contrary that Erison would be allowed. Shabbos Shechal Tishavav Leos Besecha The week in which Tishavav falls out Osir L'Sapil L'Chabes It's also to take haircuts and to wash clothing V'yesh Omrim Kol HaChodesh Osir And some say the entire month Maskif Law Rav Ashi Mimai Deleores Leores Mamash Who is to say that the restriction of Leores in this source is a reference to the simple act of Erusin, where a man gives the woman money or a star or bia to create Erusin. And if, if you were to say that, so then we can see that there is room for, uh, for chumrah, for uh, stringency regarding laws of mourning even with regard to simple erison. Well, who says that this is talking about simple erison? Dilmo lemevat sudas erison hu da'asr. Haliorei shapidomi. Maybe all the source is restricting is the making of a feast celebrating the erison, but, but simple erison itself would be allowed because erison does not conflict with the laws of mourning. We have a bracketed section that we will skip uh, immediately, uh, initially that is. And with that in mind then, we still have lack of clarity as to what the position of Rabiosi is. Because on the one hand, he seems to say that, uh, uh, that uh, for an almona to enter Erusin immediately would be restricted because of the Avelu's consideration. At this point, we don't see that. We're skipping the brackets. Elo Omar Ravashi, shiny Avelus Chadosha, me Avelus Yishona. There's a distinction to, me, 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 to be made between the Avelus of, of a recent, a fresh, personal nature versus the Avelus, the mourning over the Beis Hamikdash. Namely, 
With regard to the morning of the Beis Hamikdash, so that's what the source above was. Uh, that's what uh, the source that seems to indicate leniency. Uh, in other words, basic erusin is allowed, but that's in the context of the Beis Hamikdash topic. The source above here that said that we restrict milaris is what we suggested. That's what, what, what Ravashi suggested that means making a feast. All right, that we won't do during the uh, time period uh, ushering in Tishabov. But simple erison is allowed. Well, that's because that's Abelus Yeshana. What Rabbi was referring to before about the uh, Almona uh, should not enter erison immediately, that's Abelus Chadosha. Vishaini Abelus the Rabbi, Abelus the And likewise, there is a distinction to be made between Abelus that affects the public, like that of Tishabov versus the Abelus that affects the individual, like the issue of a woman becoming a widow. So with that distinction in mind, we, can, we won't challenge setting up Rabiosi as we did earlier, that uh, a, a woman who happened to be a, a Nisua uh, does not enter Erusin immediately. And with that, then, we see the distinction between Rabiosi and uh, Rabbi Huda. The Mishnah. Arba Achin Nesuin Arba Noshim Umesu. Four brothers were married to their uh, wives, respectively, and the men died. There are other brothers. Imrotso, and they died, of course, we learn in Yavoma, so we assume they died without children. Imrotso ha-godol shebohem liyabem eskulan horoshus biodo. If the uh, eldest of the uh, brothers wants to do yibum, he can be miyabem each one of them. So he'll end up with four wives. Mishoya nosui lishtei noshimu meis, biyoso chalitzosu shel achas mehen poteres tzorosa. A man who had been married to two wives dies leaving no children. So only one of the wives needs to participate in the act of yibum, of marriage with a surviving brother or chalitza. And that act will exempt or free the second wife uh, to marry whomever she wants. Hoysa, we continue at the top of Mem Dalet, Omer Aleph. The man who had been married to two wives. One of the women was kosher to the kahuna, and the other was unfit to the kahuna. Imagine a man married a woman who was a grusha. So that's a totally fine marriage. But a grusha, a divorcee, is someone that cannot marry a kohen. So we have, we'll just say, Ruvain and Shimon, their two brothers. Ruvain dies leaving two wives. One is a woman that had never been married before. Her first marriage was to Ruvain. Now she's a widow. A widow is a type of woman that can marry a Kohen. Other than a Kohen uh, Godel, Kohanim are allowed to marry widows. The other wife that, uh, that Ruvain leaves now as a widow is a woman that had been married to a previous man and divorced from him. Shimon is confronted with these two women, and he has a choice. Should he do chalitza, or should he do yibum? Im hoya cholets, cholets If 
he chooses the the root of chalitza of non marriage. He should do the chalitza with the grusha, with the wife of Ruvay that happened to be a divorcee. And if he chooses to marry, he should marry the woman that is Kshera Lakuhuna. You see, if he were to choose to do Chalitza with the Kshera, so he's now taking a woman that had the Kahuna as an option for marriage, and now by becoming a Chalitza, she becomes disqualified. So, why uh, disqualify a woman through chalitza when you could have done the chalitza with, un- with the other wife that was already disqualified anyway from the kuna? The Gemara asks a technical question. When, even when we read the Mishnah, we didn't note the problem. But the Mishnah opened up with four brothers. It said there were four brothers that were married to four women and they died. It sounds like that's it. That's the end of the family. So if that's the end of the family, how can, how can you discuss any other brothers that doing evil? They all died. Four brothers, and that's it? When, and then you tell me they died? Who's, who's available, who is available to do yibum? The more accurate understanding of the Mishnah, and this is the way we explain the Mishnah, four of the brothers died. There were other brothers left, but four of them died, those four not having left any children. The Mishnah pointed out that if the eldest brother should should so desire, he can marry in Yibum all four widows. The, and, and that was uh, the Mishnah mentioned Horashus Biodo. He has that option. The Gemara asks, the Shavki lay, would we leave him be? Would we allow him to do that? To marry all four? And how is he going to support all of them? Vatanya. There's a Tanaic source which uh, deals uh, with, uh, with this matter. And it says, Vikoru lo iro. And the elders of the city will. They'll call him. The will we'll speak to the Yavam, the Hain Velo Shluchan. The uh, elders themselves are not their agents, not their emissaries. The Dibrolov, and they will speak to him. Malame, this teaches us the fact that the Torah says the Dibrolov. They speak to him. <laughs> what do you think they have to talk about the the weather? So Malame, this teaches us Shemasiyin Lo Eitzah Lo. They give him wise counsel. If the Yavim was very young and the, the widow is old, the or he is old and she's quite young, we tell him, Why marry someone with such a big age discrepancy? That if, if he's old, why, what, what business do you have? Why would you want to marry someone so young? Or if he's young and she's old, why would you want to marry such an old woman? Go to someone like yourself and don't bring into your house uh, strife and controversy. So what do we see? We see that in, in the context of, uh, of a Yibo marriage, one is supposed to do so with 
We'll say with a certain degree of common sense. So the question goes back. Four women, how is he going to support all of them? Lo Tzricha, the case of the Mishnah where we give him license to do so, de'eshele, where he's a man of means and he's able to support and, uh, and care for all of them. Well, if you're telling me that the Mishnah is describing a man of means, so then why four? You can have even more. Even more answers. There's an element of good counsel here too. Valid in lo four yes, but more than that no. Ona is the expectation, the requirement of a man to provide conjugal relations cohabitation with his wife. And Rashi points out that the Talmud Chochom is expected to provide this uh, with his, he's supposed to engage in Ona uh, let's say once a week uh, Friday night, each Friday night. And if he has four wives, he'll be able to provide for them uh, once each woman will, will receive his attention, uh, the intimacy, once a month. Rashi says, The the time for a Talmud Chochem, for a Torah scholar. Uh, this, by the way, is, uh, we're just touching on a, uh, a much longer sukya and a Mishnah in Masechus Ksubis, which spells out different kinds of people based on their occupations. So a Talmud Chochem, Rashi points out, his oino is me'er of Shabbos, le'er of Shabbos. V'zeu ha'shepiru yitem be'itav. Ksubis, demoti l'chochada oino b'chodesh. That way, the woman, when he has four wives, so each woman will receive his attention uh, once a month. And that's considered acceptable, legitimate, and as we saw before there, that will uh, uh, obviate any strife and content in, uh, contention in the house. But before we conclude, let us remind you that if you wish to be in touch with us, in order to access Marked Gemaras, we can be reached at gmarkings at gmail.com. With that, we conclude our Shior for today.